We have a disaster called the big lie, Obamacare. What happens to those 20 million people who have health insurance? I believe, many people in my own state believe, that health care is a right, R-I-G-H-T, regardless of income. One of the traditional methods of imposing statism or socialism on a people has been by way of medicine. This is America's Healthcare Challenge on News Talk 1290, News Talk 1290, KOIL.com, and the News Talk 1290, KOIL mobile app. America's Healthcare Challenge is presented by HKG Medicare Solutions, Renaissance Captive Solutions, the Omaha Press Club, self-funded plan administrators, and caring for people services. This program is produced by E.D. Bellis and available worldwide on iTunes and SoundCloud. Now, here's your host, Sean McGuire. Welcome to America's Healthcare Challenge, a challenge indeed, especially with the latest developments happening in Washington. No shortage of things, as always, to talk about. As I was preparing for the show, actually just signing on to my computer when this music was playing, my computer was doing that spinning thing. Have you ever seen that? I really hate when that happens, the, the spinning thing. Uh, I can't get uh, it to open, and it seems like our government and... Uh, and members of Congress in their effort to repeal and replace the Affordable Care Act, a.k.a. the American, American Health Care Act, uh, are experiencing a similar type of image. The, uh, the, the button keeps spinning, as, as, as do their efforts to, to really reform a, a health care system that is, as the president said, uh, a disaster and uh, going to explode. So how do we get to this point? We're going to take a moment this week's episode to... Walk us through how we got to this point. You, you, if you've been living under a rock, you may have heard or maybe have not heard, but the uh, GOP efforts to repeal Obamacare were, uh, were pulled from the floor after nearly a whole day of debate. I was watching it on C-SPAN off and on, and it was uh, rather odd how, how rapidly they pulled it off. But what happened was is the Speaker Paul Ryan had, went up to the White House and, re, and uh, they decided— it wasn't worth uh, moving forward. Why? Because they didn't have the necessary votes to advance it. And so this week we're going to take a look at, A, how did we get here, but then what are the next steps? Where do we go from here? As reaction from both sides was, uh, w- was quite interesting, and uh, many people were rushing to uh, blame the president or, or, or uh, poke fun at uh, the uh, deal-making abilities or, or no deal-making abilities. I don't think that this law is even close to being uh, being gone. I don't think this bill is even close to going away. There, this is just another step in the process, and as some people say, uh, they're going to uh, have to make some more sausage before we get to a desired outcome. I actually think that was a good thing that they did pull it off the off of the um, off the floor, but I, I think that. Uh, there's uh, going to be some some serious challenges as we move forward. I think President Trump uh, really does not care too much about health care policy. I know that uh, it's it's a huge issue, but I think based upon the people that I've talked to, he has more higher priorities such as trade, such as uh, getting the tax reform things through. And the reason they went through health care in the first place was in order for them to find the quote-unquote revenue to do tax reform, and there wasn't the revenue there, according to the CBO. It did save some money over over the next 10 years, a little bit over $330 billion. This is the American Health Care Act that I'm talking about. But it did not uh, cover nearly as many people, and I think that was, as we talked about last week, the Achilles heel in getting this bill through. But let's take a moment to listen. Matt, do we have a couple of these clips pulled up? I'd like to listen, if we could, to uh, Paul Ryan at his his press conference, who or who really looked pretty worn down as he um, – uh, let's listen to the Democrats first. Uh, they, had a, they had a good Friday, it sounded like. They, uh, they seemed uh, quite united in, in, the, uh, in, their, in their ranks. Let's listen to them after this. We went a long way towards that effort. In this is when we this is Steny Hoyer talking right now. Much of the credit for passing that bill goes to uh, then Speaker Pelosi, now Leader Pelosi, 
who was indefatigable in her advocacy for assuring that every American would have the security of having the availability of health insurance. This bill went down today. It went down today because the majority of the representatives of the American people in the House of Representatives thought this was a bad bill, went in the wrong direction, left 24 million people behind, raised costs for seniors between 50 and 64 very substantially. And everybody else would have paid more and gotten less insurance. And in fact, it was made worse uh, last night, uh, where the uh, requirements for covering essential services was essentially gutted. But the American people are still going to rely on us to have that. That was him tapping his, his thing. But they are, uh, then they, they went through a press conference of essentially spiking the football uh, to to, uh, to talk about uh, the fact that the effort to dismantle their, their largest domestic policy achievement uh, went down and uh, is going to have to go back to the drawing board, which I think we will. Let's take a timeout uh, here, and we will come back. When we come back, we're going to look at some of the next steps. We're going to play Paul Ryan's reaction from his, his press conference, and then also – more reaction from the president who said, quote, it's exploding. Uh, Obamacare is exploding. We'll talk about whether it is exploding and, and maybe why it would, would explode. we got to remember that the, the system we have right now is far from perfect. And that's why we produce this show as a public service for you to help you at least stay on top of, uh, of all the news, have, have a resource that you can can learn about these these big, big challenges facing our country. And we'll have more on that when we come back. Alan Hager's going to join us with his reaction to yesterday's developments. And then we will uh, continue to inform with our other headlines of the week here on America's Health Care Challenge back right after this. Are you about to turn 65 or currently on Medicare? The healthcare system can be a complex and frustrating maze, but it doesn't have to be. Holly and HKG Medicare Solutions are here to help. Need help planning for healthcare expenses in retirement or choosing the right plan? Her advice is absolutely free and specific to you. HKG Medicare Solutions is contracted and authorized to consult on Medicare Advantage and Medicare Supplement plans. To schedule a consultation, give Holly a call. 402-502-5286. 402-502-5286. I can't take this anymore. My company just got a letter from the IRS about Obamacare, and I don't know what it means. It's so confusing with compliance, changes in health insurance, managing employees. It's, it's just too much. Call Sean McGuire at E.D. Bellis. Who? Sean McGuire. He created a company called E.D. Bellis to help people just like you. But it sounds expensive. It's a fraction of the penalties you might pay. The people at E.D. Bellis are always trying to find ways to save money and have services for companies of any size. Call Sean McGuire at E.D. Bellis at 402-884-9020. He'll find a way for your company to save thousands on health care and prescription drugs, as well as compliance costs. Your first consultation is free. Call Sean McGuire at E.D. Bellis, 402-884-9020. 402-884-9020. At E.D. Bellis, they'll help you solve the problem. Take control of your company's health care costs with self-funded plan administrators. If you're feeling the pain of Obamacare, we have innovative solutions for your organization. Click self-funded.com to learn more and sign up for our exclusive white paper to take control of your company's health care costs. You worked hard, scraped and saved for years, and thought you had everything figured out for retirement. Now you're looking at higher premiums, health care costs, and uncertainty with your doctor. Let E.D. Bellis help you solve this problem and find the right program for you. Go to E.D. Bellis INC com and request a free consultation at ed bellis we know healthcare. take control of your company's health care costs with self-funded plan administrators if you're feeling the pain of obamacare we have innovative solutions for your organization click self-funded.com to learn more and sign up for our exclusive white paper to take control of your company's health care costs healing tree is omaha's premier counseling agency providing individual couples and family therapy maybe you're feeling overwhelmed at work depressed or angry 
Bill, Laura, and their team are there to help. All of the therapists at Healing Tree are professional and understand your situation. They accept most insurance and they're confidential. Located in Omaha's historic old market, their office is one of a kind and a great way to escape the stress of everyday life. Check HealingTreeOmaha.com to learn more. That's HealingTreeOmaha.com. Looking for the most exclusive club downtown? The perfect place for your next dining experience, event, or work outing is the Omaha Press Club. With an amazing view of Omaha and featuring a certified executive chef and event coordinator, what are you waiting for? Click omahapressclub.com to learn more. capital in the campaign, political capital, and now I intend to spend it. And now I intend to spend it. You're listening to America's Healthcare Challenge with Sean McGuire on News Talk 1290. Join the conversation on Facebook at hashtag America's Healthcare Challenge or like our page at facebook.com backslash America's Healthcare Challenge. Republicans expending a lot of political capital this week in their efforts to dismantle the Affordable Care Act, and the first effort was shot down in flames. Joined now here on America's Healthcare Challenge by Alan Hager, contributor uh, to the program. Alan, I'm sure you were watching this pretty closely. Uh, your reaction to what happened on Friday? Well, I will tell you that uh, I think it comes to no shock to either one of us that uh, this thing went down in a, in a pile of flames. Um but it was very interesting as we were talking. I was getting uh, throughout the week. I was just getting text messages and, and and all kinds of phone calls from people all across the country asking me about what is going on with the GOP and the Democrats with this uh, legislation. I said, you know, I, I kept telling everybody pretty much the same exact thing. You know, there's a group of 28 that Republicans have to work with, and uh, in this instance. This bill was not acceptable to those members, the Freedom Caucus, and uh, this bill wouldn't uh, come to the floor that it would get pulled. They weren't going to risk defeat and having even bigger egg on their face. Yeah, I think uh, one of the members of that caucus, Tom, uh, Thomas Massey from the 4th District in Kentucky, the headline that caught my attention, him him changing his vote from no to hell no, uh, on the law, yep. previously labeling the AHCA as a, quote, stinking pile of garbage. Um, and in many ways, I think a lot of people felt that way. Where do you think that they went wrong in this? My thoughts are, as we were talking j- just now uh, when we were taking our last time out, the, 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 the fact that the insurance lobby and these industry stakeholders were, were so so closely involved, it appeared, and, and really kind of benefited from it. I think a lot of people well, saw through that. Well, yeah, and I would I would completely agree with you on that. Um, that this bill uh, very much looked like a bill that was written by the insurance lobby, with some of the carve outs and some of the handouts uh, that were specific to insurance and not to health care. And uh, you know, those were the things that stuck out to me. And I really think that they went wrong with that. They went wrong with coming up with something that they said that they had been working on since August of last year or prior, and it really didn't seem like that. It seemed more rushed here. And and, and so I, I'm very I was very concerned about just how quick they were trying to shove this down. Um and so uh you know, I, I, I would agree with this uh perception that uh Republicans have had 20 years to fix health care ever since Hillary Care, and we're still no closer today to coming to a consensus idea um, than we were back then. I think uh, it's going to be important for some sort of bipartisan solution to happen. I don't know if that if that will happen right away. As the president said in his news conference, this law is exploding. He's referring to the Affordable Care Act, uh, right. as we've seen just the des- destabilization of many insurance markets in these states. A third of the counties across the country only have one insurer, 
for example, on, right. on, on, and and the law, the the whole purpose of the Affordable Care Act was to create these state-based marketplaces. That was the whole fundamental foundation uh, of how that they were going to accomplish that. It's not working out that way. We've covered it on this show many times why that is the case. But do they go back to the drawing board? I, I don't know that they are going to be able to get anything done right away. And I don't know that's necessarily a bad thing. Maybe the marketplace just needs to work itself out with the Affordable well, Care Act. I know, I don't, I know yeah, that's not going to be a popular opinion to some, but I'm just right. throwing that out there as if people are for true market-driven solutions, maybe let the marketplace correct it. It's going to be painful. Well, but No, you're exactly right. It is going to be painful. I mean, when, when we're looking at exactly that, one insurance company or no insurance companies in some cases in some state or some counties, uh, yeah, we're going to have some pain there. Um, but I would also say that uh, if you expect Democrats to come to the table, I think when you hear Chuck Schumer talk and he says the only way we come to the table is if repeal is off the table. And, and that is going to be the Democrats' uh, plan is that we're not coming to the table if repeal is still there. And so as long as you have that mindset on the, on the left, that as long as that's on the table, there we are not going to support anything. And on the other side, it has to be repeal or nothing. And so uh, maybe it is best that we just let the market kind of correct itself. Uh, plus, you also have the ability to make reforms inside the law, given the fact that over, I think, a thousand different times, you have the Secretary of Health and Human Services shall have the right to do X, Y, Z. And so can you go down the path, as we have talked before on the show, of allowing the Secretary of Health and Human Services to rewrite some of the regulations and some of the law, given the fact that he has the ability to? And, there's good, and that was part, part of the original plan was a three-pronged approach, which was pass this, this AHCA, then do the changes through the regulatory uh, means like you're talking about, and then finally pass then a third piece of legislation. I think that's what they were were going about, but awfully awfully ambitious right now. Well, them- I would agree with that, and I would also say that you know you've also had two of the other pieces passed this week, the House, one being the Association Health Care Plan, and uh, uh, some other small pieces of what what was going to be part of the replace part of the Affordable Care Act. And so where do those go now? You know, I'm actually glad that we have the Association Health Care Plan uh, idea piece out there. But where does that go is now the big question. Mm-hmm. Association so. association health plans definitely something on the radar for uh, for those that are um, looking what might, might what might evolve out of any GOP type of alternative. I think they do a lot of good things. Got to watch out for them though too. If you don't get enough people continuing to come into your association, it can become a death spiral pretty quick. There there's a, so some of their ideas are okay, but I, I'm looking for new ideas. Are you seeing anything out there? Because I'm not. Nope, I'm not seeing anything, so to speak. Um, again, I, I truly believe this is going to have to be uh, the insurance market is going to have to correct itself, or even better, I truly believe that hospitals and doctors and clinicians and, and clinics are going to have to come up with their own solutions to some of this uh that, that uh, they need to be involved in some of the solutions because it seems like those on the caregiving side have been left out of some of the solutions in the past, and that's kind of helped create some of the problems. And so maybe it's time for us to you know, let technology and let the industries involved help fix the problems that's being created by a alter, uh, a secondary industry. I think if 
if they can understand, if, if they could, I think they already know this, but if, if we had leaders out there that can actually show them that it's going to be beneficial for their businesses to, to, to really invest, to help solve this problem as in they're going to, they're going to see an ROI because the healthcare in this country is, is just going to be continuing to grow as, as a segment of our overall economy, especially when you have people aging and so, and, and all of those things. And so I think I agree with, with what you're saying, Alan, but it's, yeah, and it, it takes somebody to explain that to, to them and to the people. Exactly. I mean, and that's the thing. And, you know, one of the interesting things I heard uh, this week from people was uh, too many Republicans only know how to be opposition and be part of an opposition party, but they don't know how to lead and work together as a team. And so hearing that from multiple people that we had really good discussion with, uh, I take that uh, and, I, and I hear that and I have to point the finger at several people. And I would have to say that I think Paul Ryan's speakership is in jeopardy already. Really? You think so? Yes. Oh, there's already, I mean, there's a whole discussion now about does Paul Ryan have enough clout? And does Paul Ryan have enough backing within his own party to even hold on and bring tax reform up? Because that's the next thing on the on the agenda. And if the Freedom Caucus and other members don't feel like they're getting what they want in tax reform, we're going to have the same fight. They should have done tax reform first. I agree. Yeah. Well, who would who would even challenge him? Do you have any names? I, you know, I, I, I don't know that there's anybody out there that, you know, uh, comes to mind, uh, except maybe Jim Jordan or Mark Meadows, um, uh, you know, um, from the conservative part, part of the party. But again, if you have a, cons- a very conservative speaker, can you be able to negotiate with the other side uh, the things that you're going to need to negotiate? And so... Who's acceptable? It, 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 it's kind of a big black hole right now. Mm-hmm. Right. Hey, Alan, any final thoughts this week? Well, I would just say that, uh, you know, when you look at this whole thing, uh, we're going to tax reform next uh, in, in the Congress. Um, again, I think you're going to maybe see some health care changes, maybe, as far as the tax pieces of the Affordable Care Act. And so you might see something in that regard in some of these tax bills now. Um, so I would definitely keep my eyes open on what goes on with the tax side of this uh, debacle here coming right. up here in the next few weeks. Right, right. Well, that's Alan Hager. Hey, thanks for joining us here on the show. Talk to you soon. Thank you. Hey, when we come back, we're going to take a look at what does this do politically to the president in, uh, in his uh, efforts to get through his other domestic policy items. Was this uh, this this battle a, a huge damage? Did, did it cause damage to, to the point where he cannot recover or not? We will debate right after this. You've all heard me say this before. Moving from an opposition party to a governing party comes with growing pains. And, well, we're feeling those growing pains today. We came really close today, but we came up short. I spoke to the president just a little while ago. I told him that the best thing I think to do is to pull this bill, and he agreed with that decision. Caring for People Services is a company who's compassionate about helping others. Um, We really want to make sure that everybody has a fulfilling life, no matter what stage of their life they're in. We have a really dedicated staff of caregivers. They go into people's homes and they provide all kinds of services, as basic as companionship, somebody who just needs a little bit of extra love and care. So they go into the homes and just depending on what that client needs, they're gonna make sure that they attend to those needs. We just really believe in the value of providing non-medical services to people in their homes. It gives people the independence and the confidence to live the way that they choose to live their life. If you or a loved one needs help, call Caring for People Services today 
at 402-334-6900 or visit us at caringforpeopleservices.com. Are you about to turn 65 or currently on Medicare? The healthcare system can be a complex and frustrating maze, but it doesn't have to be. Holly and HKG Medicare Solutions are here to help. Need help planning for healthcare expenses in retirement or choosing the right plan? Her advice is absolutely free and specific to you. HKG Medicare Solutions is contracted and authorized to consult on Medicare Advantage and Medicare Supplement plans. To schedule a consultation, give Holly a call. 402-502-5286. 402-502-5286. Hiring employees, complying with regulatory changes, and so on makes it hard to focus on running your business. Let Simplify HR Solutions help. We're an outsourced human resource management organization with more than a century of combined experience helping people just like you. Click SimplifyHRSolutions.com to learn more. You've seen the movie Father of the Bride. When it comes to weddings, there's enough to worry about. Consider the Omaha Press Club as the venue for your baby's big day. With memberships as low as $15 per month, rentals are free for members. And we have an executive chef who will design the perfect menu for you. Click OmahaPressClub.com and our event coordinator and wedding planner will contact you for a zero obligation consultation. That's OmahaPressClub.com. The Omaha Press Club, where you belong. Hiring employees, complying with regulatory changes, and so on makes it hard to focus on running your business. Let Simplify HR Solutions help. We're an outsourced human resource management organization with more than a century of combined experience helping people just like you. Click SimplifyHRSolutions.com to learn more. Research shows moving is one of the most stressful events in a person's life. But thanks to two men in a truck, it doesn't have to be. They have everything you need to move. A courteous professional staff who will customize your move, which includes a no-obligation estimate, a schedule to fit your convenience, convenience, and all the necessary packing supplies. And Two Men in a Truck will help you watch your budget, too. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business move. Go to twomeninatruck.com. Two Men in a Truck selected Best of Omaha for nine years straight with an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. This is America's Healthcare Challenge with Sean McGuire. I just see a huge train wreck come down. On News Talk 1290. Join the conversation by calling 1-800-577-1290 or online at healthreformexplained.com. Once again, here's your host, Sean McGuire. Welcome back to America's Healthcare Challenge. The trains left the station on health reform, at least for, for this point, as as we see it. According to Speaker Paul Ryan, it's going to be here. The The law of the land is here for the, quote, foreseeable future. And now President Trump deciding to move along to his other domestic agenda items, which would be tax reform, trade, infrastructure, and on down the line. But my question is, how much does this this debacle, as Alan labeled it last segment, and which was a pretty accurate assessment, Matt, I'm interested in your thoughts on this. How much does this damage the Trump uh presidency it i know i don't think it does as much as the media would let you to believe but it it does it he did have take uh some wounds here yeah thanks for letting me jump in on this um i would agree with you 100 percent. i think it depends who you talk to right if you talk to somebody in the media uh the you know the groups that he's attacking and been attacking for like a year and a half now yeah they're gonna tell you it's it's devastating for his presidency uh he would have much rather had something done yeah, I, I I can see where that perspective is coming from. If you talk to a Trump supporter, they're going to say no. Way. Here's my here's my two cents on this. This is my personal. I didn't get this from anywhere else. This just came from my uh, brilliance. And that is when you when you try the first step out, you try to change a third. What is a third to two thirds of the economy is healthcare? Isn't it a third? Oh, it's like a sixth. Yeah, like tw- a fifth. It's like a fifth. it's a fifth. Yeah, okay, 20%. let's call it a fifth. So you, what you tried to do. 30 days into your presidency is you tried to change something that affects a fifth of the economy. You basically tried to do the hardest thing that was on your plate, first. which was healthcare, And you tried to do it first without having put in any time really developing relationships with Congress, really figuring out where your marbles are and kind of figuring out what the deal is, getting the lay of the land. I personally would have started with something a lot smaller and worked my way up. Healthcare. I know that he was getting pushed from somebody. I who I don't know who that is. I mean, you would have to be in the inside circle to know who that is. But somebody told him to take on healthcare first. If I was Donald Trump, I'd take a second look at whoever that person was that told him to do healthcare first. I'd take a second look at that person and maybe consider getting rid of that person yeah. and getting somebody new because that was bad advice. 
and it's and it's really easy for us to sit here and say that because hindsight's twenty twenty, right? But you had to know going in that that's going to be a big undertaking is taking on healthcare out of the gate look right at, from go. Look how hard it was for the the previous administration to just get their their thing through. They expended all of their. Remember, we used the clip political capital, which for the listeners, political capital is if you win an election by a large uh, margin, you have what's kind of they call a mandate that's called political capital. And you, you can ride that for so, only so long until you either screw it up or or spend it on certain things. And they, they blew it all. Now, now, the good news, though, is that the Republicans still own the White House, the Senate and the House and the House. So, you know, the Democrats didn't have all that going on. You know, they did at first. But but it, it really crushed them. At, it crushed them right from go. Right. Right. When they like to your point, what you just said. Um the good news is is the Republicans are still in charge and they can still try to take on some of this. So I, what I'm saying is I don't think they expended as much capital as maybe say the Democrats did back then. Because the Republicans hold a hold a bigger majority, I think, right now mm-hmm. than the Democrats did at their highest point. Right. So you know, with that being said, I, I think some political capital did get expended, but I think that um, you know if they take on something more manageable here from the outset. I think taxes might be another big one. You know, I think that's another really big undertaking because once again, you're going to have the same problems between and and Alan mentioned this between the moderate Republicans and your more conservative Freedom Caucus Republicans. They're going to have a different idea of what they want to do about taxes. And they and the, the whole conventional thinking was you doing this health reform as in scaling back some of these expenditures to Medicaid to uh, some of these subsidies to use that, I guess, to, quote unquote, pay for tax reform but i think tax reform would have just made more sense like you said hindsight is twenty twenty. but when you look at the stock market growth and what i mean american enterprise likes this administration i i don't think there's any question about that and so i think tax reform if they would have kind of piggybacked off of the momentum that was going would have really i think taken off gotten passed and then if it worked uh, the economy would have exploded and then that would have brought in more money because when businesses are growing they may they pay more in taxes and then the government has more to spend on i mean that's kind of how the whole machine works right people don't really understand there's two ways to bring in tax dollars to to fund the programs that everybody grows to love such as medicare and stuff like that you pay in taxes or well you basically pay in taxes but how do you you can only pay in so much without making more and so you, the question is, how do we get it to where we can all make more? Because then we're all paying more in taxes. I know we don't like to pay taxes, but if we've got plenty of money, then I think people don't mind paying taxes if you got plenty of money. The issue is we don't have a lot. A lot of people don't have a lot of money right now. That's right. And we've, I mean, we've talked about that for God, how long we've been talking about a year, yeah. a year and a half. We were, we were bringing up studies about how, you know. What most people don't even have a thousand dollars in their bank account yeah. if their tran- transmission falls out of the bottom of their car, they don't have the money to fix it. You know, I think what this gets at, and, and the struggle that we saw played out this week on the media about healthcare, is once again the two different ideas of philosophy. And for for those on the left, they think the economy is a zero sum game, where you know this person's got it. Because they took it from me, and I need to go get it from them, or whatever. Whereas the 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 right side of the philosophy is that you can create more. It's not a zero sum game. Right. You can create. You don't have to slice up one pie. You can go bake more, more pies, pies. Yeah. and then you can slice up those pies. And that's and that's we're we're all coming in this with a different political philosophy. We're all coming at this with a different economic philosophy, and that is where the real struggle is at. And nobody wants to talk about it. Right. Well said. <laughs> well said. With that, um, we've got uh, the lines open for the rest of the show. We'd love to hear from you. 402-342-1290 is the number. 402-342-1290. Let's take a time out and step aside for a couple of minutes and uh, love to hear with uh, hear from you with your thoughts. When we come back, I'll give you my final thoughts and share an interesting story. We reported on this before. And what, what, what was that, Sean? What were we reporting on? We were reporting on the fact that the, the administration canceled the uh, promotions for uh, healthcare.gov during an open enrollment. Now HHS uh, OIG, Office of Inspector General, is after that, after them for that, and we will tell you about it when we return.
Take control of your company's health care costs with self-funded plan administrators. If you're feeling the pain of Obamacare, we have innovative solutions for your organization. Click self-funded.com to learn more and sign up for our exclusive white paper to take control of your company's health care costs. Marketplace Nebraska is a full-service resource for anyone who needs help with their individual and business health insurance needs. If you got a tax bill from the IRS for not purchasing health insurance, let us help you. With more than 1,000 people helped into Obamacare so far, we can get you signed up fast and over the phone. Depending on your age and income, policies can be as low as $20 a month. Click MarketplaceNebraska.com to learn more and sign up today. Research shows moving is one of the most stressful events in a person's life. But thanks to two men in a truck, it doesn't have to be. They have everything you need to move. A courteous professional staff who will customize your move, which includes a no-obligation estimate, a schedule to fit your convenience, and all the necessary packing supplies. And two men in a truck will help you watch your budget, too. Don't stress. Let two men in a truck handle your home or business move. Go to twomenandatruck.com. Two men in a truck selected Best of Omaha for nine years straight with an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. Are you about to turn 65 or currently on Medicare? The healthcare system can be a complex and frustrating maze, but it doesn't have to be. Holly and HKG Medicare Solutions are here to help. Need help planning for healthcare expenses in retirement or choosing the right plan? Her advice is absolutely free and specific to you. HKG Medicare Solutions is contracted and authorized to consult on Medicare Advantage and Medicare Supplement plans. To schedule a consultation, give Holly a call. 402-502-5286. 402-502-5286. Caring for People Services is a company who's compassionate about helping others. Um, we really want to make sure that everybody has a fulfilling life, no matter what stage of their life they're in. We have a really dedicated staff of caregivers. They go into people's homes and they provide all kinds of services, as basic as companionship, somebody who just needs a little bit of extra love and care. So they go into the homes and just depending on what that client needs, they're gonna make sure that they attend to those needs. We just really believe in the value of providing non-medical services to people in their homes. It gives people the independence and the confidence to live the way that they choose to live their life. If you or a loved one needs help, call Caring for People Services today at 402-334-6900 or visit us at caringforpeopleservices.com. You worked hard, scraped and saved for years, and thought you had everything figured out for retirement. Now you're looking at higher premiums, health care costs, and uncertainty with your doctor. Let E.D. Bellis help you solve this problem and find the right program for you. Go to edbellisinc.com and request a free consultation. At E.D. Bellis, we know health care. America's Healthcare Challenge on News Talk 1290 is produced by E.D. Bellis and presented by HKG Medicare Solutions, self-funded plan administrators, Renaissance Captive Solutions, the Omaha Press Club, and Caring for People Services. Now, here's your host, Sean McGuire. Welcome back to America's Healthcare Challenge, 1-800-577-1290 or 402-342-1290 in the heartland. Dan, the man, is on on the phone. Dan's uh, Dan sounds like he's got something to say. Hey, Dan, what's hey, going on? Doing great. How are you guys doing? Doing good. What's on I your mind today? I always enjoy your show. Some common sense commentary on the mess we're in. I, I really don't think that. Uh, I think it would have hurt Trump and his presidency a lot worse if they would have passed a bad bill. And I think this was a bad bill for a lot of different reasons, but. I don't even, I don't like Paul Ryan. Don't trust him. Don't think he was honest. Uh, there, it's going to be four and, and hopefully eight years of presidency, and to pass something that's going to turn around and cost you in the future and raise people's rates. And they need to focus on, uh, I think, more health care and less insurance. So the co-op way to go, where people pay so much a month and join these co-ops, is that something that's even feasible in your mind or well i think it depends on how many pe- people that, that actually join the it's uh it's about the problem with, with these association plans and and stuff like that is they're great at the beginning but if as the rates go up and people start to slowly drop off of these plans they um they, they become uh over expensive for a lot of people so the key is 
if they're going to go that direction, they got to find a way to how how to continue to get new folks into the program, into into those co-ops, into those um, yeah. uh, association plans. Yeah, like I say, I don't pretend to understand what what where we should be going. If I did, I you know, I think more getting rid of the insurance out of the piece and making that catastrophic, and then having some kind of co-op where I heard a guy talk about he's opened some clinics where it's fifty dollars a month for adults and ten dollars a month for kids, and that's all your main care. And then you, if you need to, he gives you a ninety-five percent discount on medication and. Those, to me, sounds like it makes more sense than paying the insurance company as a middleman. Right, right. What did you think about, did you see the specifics, though? They got rid of the individual mandate, but people would essentially be penalized by insurance companies charged 30% on their premiums. I think that was a pretty unpopular uh, provision because people like myself just uh, didn't like the fact that you're essentially paying a penalty to the insurance company. Well, no, that was ridiculous. That was another thing put in by the lobbyists, and that's why I don't like Paul Ryan. That's one of the reasons. But what they didn't get rid of is all the extra rules in there that made you buy stuff you were never going to use. Isn't that true, or is that, yeah. am I wrong about that? Yeah, it, dep- it depends on your situation. But, yeah, that was kind of the the thing that was really in, in the last minute they were negotiating these essential health benefits. Because, and uh, they could have they dealt with that in reconciliation. And Ryan lied when he said they couldn't. That's the bottom line. Yeah. He's not being totally honest with the president. And I don't expect the president to know all the details of everything. And he's coming in. It was, you know, I still got to support his decisions. And I don't always agree with all of them. But, you know, I elected him and I campaigned and voted for him. I elected him to do a job. And I think he's he's at least heading in the direction I would much rather see the country. Cool. Hey, Dan, thanks so much for sharing your thoughts and for listening to the show. We really appreciate it. Hey, uh, let's uh, next up on 402-342-1290, Robert uh, on the show calling from Las Vegas. Hey, how you doing today? Hey, living the dream, man. Happy Saturday, Jen. Yeah, what's what's your thoughts on what happened uh, on Friday? You know, as an as an agent, I, I'm just sitting here thinking. You know, through open enrollment, as I counseled with people, as I sat down with folks and, and got them enrolled for the 2017 year, how many people pushed back on me and said, "Hey, you know what? I don't think I'm going to get health care this year until Trump gets into office and abolishes this thing on day three. So now, how many people are like sitting there looking in the mirror, going, "Oh crap! Now I have no health insurance." I can't buy health insurance. I'm going to get hit with a penalty. Are we going to see a special enrollment period if if there's so many people that are starting to go to healthcare.gov and say, "Hey, listen, I really want to, you know, I thought that uh, Obamacare was going to get, you know, ob- uh, uh, abolished. Now, is is there anything that I can do?" You know what I mean? Robert, that is that is one of the greatest things. I haven't heard anybody anywhere say anything about that until i just heard you say it that is absolutely amazing what a what what insight what do you think there is an option do you think there will be a possibility for a special enrollment for people that were expecting this thing to change uh you know it's tough to say i think that the the only way we're going to be able to see anything like that would be unfortunately in retrospect i think that maybe in 2018 when we do our taxes right and there's so many more uh, uh, people, an influx of people that didn't buy the health insurance. And when asked, well, why didn't you buy it? Well, I thought Trump was going to come in and kill this thing. Then maybe in retrospect, there may be some relief on the penalty. But I don't think that there'll be enough people that are going to willingly go and buy something that they're so adamantly against anyway. That right. is going to cause a wave for CMS to go, OK, well, if you guys remember a few years back, um, there was a, uh, an extended SEP for, you know, people, if you got hit with the penalty you had until April. You guys remember that? Yeah, right when they were getting it going, the first yeah, couple years. Yeah, you know. So, but, but, but what triggered that? You know, the thing, in my opinion, that triggered that was enough people getting hit with a penalty. And they and they got their voices heard. Well, what on the flip, uh, also, what about these businesses that aren't haven't been complying with with some of these things because they've been thinking it's going away. They could be in trouble, too. 
they could very well be in trouble. But as as an agent that works in the small group market, right, you could create a group. Now, I mean, anybody with a license knows that you can't create a group for the sake of creating a group, right? So, so there's a little bit of a gray. But I mean, essentially speaking, a lot of the people that I'm sitting down with, uh, especially now, you know, they're talking about getting health insurance. Um, you know, well, are you a business owner? Well, maybe, you know, maybe they are, maybe they're not. But for the ones that are, I'm saying, well, you know, potentially if you have enough of your employees that want the coverage, yeah, we could create a group. And by creating the group, that triggers the special enrollment period. Right. That could be a strategy as well. Hey, Robert, thanks so much for for sharing your thoughts. Hope you can come back again sometime. You're getting the thumbs up from Matt. Uh, thanks, Matt. Yeah. Good job, guys. Yeah. Great yeah. show. Thanks. We'll talk to you later. Uh, 402-342-1290. Healing Tree is Omaha's premier counseling agency providing individual, couples, and family therapy. Maybe you're feeling overwhelmed at work, depressed, or angry. Bill, Laura, and their team are there to help. All of the therapists at Healing Tree are professional and understand your situation. They accept most insurance and they're confidential. Located in Omaha's historic old market, their office is one of a kind and a great way to escape the stress of everyday life. Check HealingTreeOmaha.com to learn more. That's HealingTreeOmaha.com. Are you about to turn 65 or currently on Medicare? The healthcare system can be a complex and frustrating maze, but it doesn't have to be. Holly and HKG Medicare Solutions are here to help. Need help planning for healthcare expenses in retirement or choosing the right plan? Her advice is absolutely free and specific to you. HKG Medicare Solutions is contracted and authorized to consult on Medicare Advantage and Medicare Supplement plans. To schedule a consultation, give Holly a call. 402-502-5286. 402-502-5286. Take control of your company's health care costs with self-funded plan administrators. If you're feeling the pain of Obamacare, we have innovative solutions for your organization. Click self-funded.com to learn more and sign up for our exclusive white paper to take control of your company's health care costs. Hi, I'm Sean McGuire, and I founded Edie Bellis to help your business make sure it doesn't get caught in a bureaucratic trap coming out of Washington. I was there on Capitol Hill working for the Senate Finance Committee when the Affordable Care Act, commonly referred to as Obamacare, was created, and I have read the entire bill. Let Edie Bellis guide you through the maze of the American bureaucracy as you adapt to changing rules and regulations that will affect your organization regardless of size. Our team has been specializing in the Affordable Care Act and consulting since it began. We offer custom consultations, seminars for you and your employees, and can help your company prepare these necessary IRS forms that leave a penalty of $500 for noncompliance. We also offer advice on employee benefits and can help you find the latest technology solutions to help automate your business. For more information, check out edbellisinc.com or give us a call at 402-884-9020. At edbellisinc.com, you can sign up for our exclusive newsletter to stay on top of the latest coming from Obamacare. Marketplace Nebraska is a full-service resource for anyone who needs help with their individual and business health insurance needs. If you got a tax bill from the IRS for not purchasing health insurance, let us help you. With more than 1,000 people helped into Obamacare so far, we can get you signed up fast and over the phone. Depending on your age and income, policies can be as low as $20 a month. Click MarketplaceNebraska.com to learn more and sign up today. Transparency is a huge political advantage. And basically, you know, call it the stupidity of the American voter or whatever. Call it the stupidity of the American voter or whatever. But basically, that was really, really critical to getting the thing to pass. This is America's Healthcare Challenge on News Talk 1290. For more or the latest news inside Washington on healthcare, visit the show's website, healthreformexplained.com. Now, here is your host, Sean McGuire. Check out uh, during the week, edballasinc.com, their newsroom. Been really stepping up their game as far as staying on top of all these things. Latest post, Art, Trump and the Art of the Repeal. Actually, it was the ACA's birthday on Thursday. A little bit of irony this week. Uh, the day that the uh, ACA turned seven years old they, is the day that they tried to uh, dismantle it. Uh, let's listen to uh, some more of the, the Democrats but if, on that But it depends day. on the motivation. If the motivation is spite that they were going to pass this bill yesterday because it was the seventh anniversary of the Affordable Care Act, instead of taking the time to develop legislation to perhaps hear from experts by having hearings, hear from families by having hearings and the rest, and develop something within their caucus, and perhaps in a bipartisan way, hopefully, they might... 
Yeah. <laughs> I gotta stop it. I can't stop laughing over here. I mean, is this irony or what? Yeah, no, it's it's uh, <laughs> my 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 friend is a reporter for uh, Politico, and she covered has been covering the politics of ACA for I guess since two thousand nine. Like one of the few people like me that's reading about it every single day, and uh, she's just like Nancy Pelosi talking about taking your time and doing things in a bipartisan way, though, and listening to hearings and hearing everybody out. Coming from the same woman who we had to pass the bill to find out what was in it. I yeah. mean, talk about irony, man. Yeah, and I, I was a, re- <laughs> a bill that had drafting errors because they had to get it written so fast. That's right. And the Supreme Court almost threw it out because of the drafting yeah. errors. And they passed it, I think, at the same hour they tried Christ back in the day, and too. It Christmas was, Eve. It was like in the middle of the night, right? On it Christmas was, Eve, they passed the Senate. <laughs> right. The Cornhusker kickback. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you know, I do want to make sure we get in one point, and that is a caller named Glenn. Thank you, Glenn, for the call. Uh, this was something I was going to ask you, but Glenn confirmed it, so I don't know if it's totally confirmed, but we it has been confirmed by a caller, is that President Trump, through executive order, took out all the penalties of Obamacare. Is that no. true or not? No. That's not true? No. Okay, because he's saying that, you know, they, they took out all those types of penalties that Robert was asking about how it's going to work out. So, according to this, uh, according to Glenn, uh, President uh, Trump took out um, the uh, the mandates and that sort of thing, and, and the penalties, and called off the dogs at the IRS. So, to well, speak. It, it gives them the opportunity to do that, but there's been no formal announcements, and so that's what you really need to pay attention to is you know the formal announcements that are coming from these agencies. A lot of the penalties, especially, have to be changed legislatively. That's why the AHCA had those uh, penalties and they actually made those penalties retroactive go away retroactively and um i guess we'll have to go back to the drawing board hey great show as always thanks matt appreciate it always great to to hear your thoughts thanks to our callers and uh to our facebook listeners as well again i've got to remind you edbellisinc.com just check out that website check out their newsroom something news going up every day uh, you'll find uh, right now we've got uh, explaining the difference between Medicare supplements and Medicare Advantage. Lots of coverage on what happened this last week. We're going to be having some more for you this week on how to uh, improve your business and what you need to be doing to make sure that you're compliant now that this penalties do definitely begin because the law didn't go away. See you next time.